Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Will Bunch, one of our uh, arch nemesis when we have him on of the Philadelphia Inquirer, that no one died at Fort Sumter. No one died at the opening shots of the Civil War. But Will says they did die due to Governor Abbott trying to cross the Rio Grande because of his razor wire. So there's that. This is Fort Sumter. It's the Civil War tunes that we're going to have throughout. That ought to be the bumper music throughout the show. Because today is the day. Now, I could tell having Colonel Allen West on the other day, who ran against Abbott, he thinks Abbott will fold, you know, when it gets to the really high pressure. But there are a lot of cards in his pocket. So today is the deadline this afternoon for the um, state government of Texas to allow Border Patrol and others to get into that park at Eagle Pass, which is the real choke point that they're blocking off. And in an era of just ridiculous, well, I have the president of the United States again yesterday. Let me play that and get it out of the way. And I even have it phonetically, a breakdown of what he said after the previous day. Yeah, uh, Guy Benson put it up on Twitter. It's remarkable. Here's Biden at a brewery yesterday. Is this man really in command, commander-in-chief of the U.S. government? Here's what he said at the brewery. Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why what are they applauding? What are they laughing about? What what language was that? Mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. And he knows in the middle of it, he can't even finish what's up there written. He can't continue to gibberish. Even he says, well, just stop here. His mind says, stop here. My God. Dr. Dr. Jill Biden has no shame. She wants to be in the White House. So does the sister. So do all the people that have different lanes of power there. Just keep them there in front of them. Prop them up. It's not even Weekend at Bernie. Bernie made more sense in Weekend at Bernie's, too, I think it was. Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. Yes, he said, off-rider, off he said, off-rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. How in the world can you imagine? They can't let him out there. They can't let him speak. They can't get him off the stage, so they take away stages. They made shorter steps to go up the airplane. 
just uh, Van Jones is right. Just keep him at home. That's a better strategy for them. People will scream. How can he be? That's a better strategy. We really got boom hour in the White House. Yeah. The beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer here in this final. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. All right. So the line of the day, though, and, and this is the spin. And look, Trump. This is one time he has to be completely buttoned up on this. Don't give any wiggle room. The line they're putting out, you knew it had to go down here, is that these Republicans don't care about fentanyl. They don't care about the border. They don't care about all of it. They have a great deal here, such a great deal that nobody's even seen. And the reason they haven't seen it is because there is no great deal here. That's that's what it's about. I'll give you the Mike Johnson today finally has put a stop to it and said what we want. Uh, the uh, Speaker of the House, what we want. Remain in Mexico policy, the end of catch and release, meaningful reforms to the existing broken asylum and parole systems, continued construction of a wall at our southern border. If we don't get that, what's the rush? What are we losing here? Well, listen to Joe Scarborough now. That, that cup, the, the cup in the morning. I, I had this. I, I thought you were going here. Oh, oh man! Even for Scarborough, even for this, just hypocritical beyond belief. The duo of them might be the worst duo out there. I would submit Mika Brzezinski is just cringeworthy. Listen to what he says that Trump is willing to do just to win the presidency. Yeah, they're just saying outright what a lot of Republicans were saying on the Hill yesterday, which is. This is reckless. You've got Donald Trump saying, let fentanyl flood across the border and kill Americans over the next year. Let illegal immigrants keep flooding over the border. Let's not have a solution. I mean, this this whole Donald Trump idea that keeping the border open is a winner for Republicans strikes the Wall Street Journal and most sane Americans is just out, you know, just crazy. All right, let me take that one part next after Joe. The creeps over at the Wall Street Journal. And yeah, they are. I know you think the Wall Street Journal, that's a bastion of conservative thought and all. You know, you're a talk radio listener. The Wall Street Journal wants that cheap labor. They need that cheap labor. So they wrote a big editorial today saying this is exposing Republicans as not wanting a solution to the border. And we hear that ubiquitous phrase all the time comprehensive immigration. We don't need any comprehensive immigration reform. We have a system. We'll allow people to come through that system. We'll stop everything else. That's my proposal. And Trump is saying, stop telling me about these deals, Lindsey Graham, another clown on this whole thing for year after year after year. If I'm elected president, I'll use executive action again if Democrats won't give me a, quote, deal. And we're going to remain in Mexico. We're going to stop it. We're going to build the wall this time. Wall Street Journal. Let's go through them. You just heard uh, Joe Scarborough. We want fentanyl to kill people. First of all, no one's forcing you to use drugs. Let me just underline that. I'm not going to be one of those guys. Oh, man, you know, it's just due to people in Mexico. Stop using drugs then, too. Is that too harsh? Of course we want to stop fentanyl. But when we try to do it, we're told a wall wouldn't do that. It's coming through ports of entry. So what are we supposed to be doing then? I know what we should be doing. DeSantis and Trump both have said it. DeSantis meant it even more. 
We had to bomb their drug factories in Mexico. How do you like that, Wall Street Journal, Joe Scarborough? That's exactly what I would order second one. Well, that's a, a foreign country and all. You know what that means. What does it mean? What are they going to do? What's the world going to say? Stop telling us to stop fentanyl. You really don't want to stop it. So this afternoon, you're going to see the showdown is this. Will President Biden try to federalize sometime tonight the National Guard? Now, you've heard of Posse Comitatus. I read a long story today by a great attorney writing about this. If Biden doesn't specify something other than law enforcement, you can't use the U.S. military in that manner. So what is Biden going to be If you federalize the National Guard, then they're the U.S. military. What are you going to be using them for? What's the purpose of federalizing the National Guard, making them under your command? What are you using them for? Now, the media is too dull or too uninterested in drilling down on this to the American people. So we'll see what happens. But I think the governor of Texas is holding the cards here. Would Biden arrest him as sitting governor? And we're up to now 25 other states. I haven't checked in the last 20 minutes. And Texas. So that's 26. The majority of American states are sticking together on this. They're being called the new confederacy. Can you imagine? Protecting our borders. Well, we want you to take our deal so that we get credit. We escape the fact that this has become the number one issue in America. And ultimately, we get our way. We continue to get millions of people in here each year that we think are going to be our voters, are going to overrun various congressional districts. And oh, I know the other thing that I wanted to tell you. Washington Examiner has this today. One of the things in this so-called Senate deal, billions of dollars to go to American cities to pay for the illegals that are already here. Now, if that's not a deal break, can you imagine these Republicans? There's this one guy, Tom, and he spells his name T-H-O-M. Always a warning sign. Whoa, no. Yeah, Tom Tillis. Why? That's the warning sign. Yeah, there's something's off. You here. should start going by Dom, T-H-O-M. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to add a letter somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom Tillis, rhino extraordinaire from North Carolina, he's gone wild saying, we got a great deal here. It, this shows that Trump and people that support Trump They don't want to solve the border. We solved the border when Trump was president, essentially. If he had not been as distracted and built more of the wall, it would have been much better. But he did solve Stay in Mexico policy. We're going to stop everything else. We're going to let ICE roam across the country, getting people that are here illegally, particularly criminals, and getting them out of the country. That's our policy. That's comprehensive reform. How many years have we been on this? We finally end up with a moment of truth here with Abbott and every force in the world. I'm watching uh, my news here to see if Cardinal Dolan has anything to say about it. These, These are enemies of traditional America. Yeah. Elements of the Catholic Church, the Wall Street Journal, the Scarboroughs, of course, the uh, people who in the Democrat Party, progressives, just see these as all more voters and political advantage. They're all enemies of our way of life. It's amazing they haven't beaten us yet. The Bushes. I forgot the Bushes. Yeah. But they haven't beaten us yet. And there are signs today we're not getting any kind of 
deal out of this. And I told you what Mike Johnson said. That's all to the good. But the bottom line is they don't like it that this issue has become the number one issue in America. And they're claiming that somehow or another we manipulated that. We didn't do it. They did it. And they don't want us to take advantage of it. Well, I'm not running for office, so I can say you're darn right we're going to take advantage of it. Absolutely. And we're going to ride it right to the White House, and then we're going to stop this. That's the strategy. Trump shouldn't say that. Trump should go out of his way to issue all other kinds of states. They're still going to try to argue that he did it. But we're at 26 states now that are um, on this side, 25 plus Texas. That tells you that's Team America. This other can't even speak the uh, English language. Let's hear Biden one more time and just think about, and he's got a teleprompter in front of him. This is what he said in the brewery yesterday. The beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer. In this oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. What are they laughing at? It's that nervous laughter. What was the joke? Did I miss the joke? Thanks for the Great Lakes. Was that the joke? Is that what it is? Just the kind laughter? The I don't want the silence? I don't want the please clap moment? Yeah. yeah. Or the Great Lakes. Yeah, yeah, Great Lakes. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's <laughs> So uh, Jimmy on a YouTube feed, youtube.com slash at 12WPHT says, uh, what this sounds like is uh, when you look up a video of uh, English sounds like to non-English speakers. So I uh, looked up a video of what one of those, what? what English sounds like to non-English speakers. And it does sound very similar to Joe Biden. Eating sure. Yama Gro, everything's made to be broken. Broadway's dark tonight, India booking. I won't tell no one your name. A tired song keeps playing on a tired radio. You can't fight the tears that ain't coming? All I can taste is this moment. <laughs> a thousand other boys could never reach you. All right, well, <laughs> if it had the Philadelphia accent thrown in there. But he, he says Great Lakes, and I thought, well, maybe they're applauding because, you know, this was a Democrat shill crown put in there. What the heck? This, this is a new language. The it one- is used to make the brew beer in this final. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. It's not even a mispronunciation. There's like no train of thought, Dan, that I can possibly know what the heck is in there. Do they not sit there, even Democrats, and go, oh, man. Is it just, hey, he's inarticulate, has nothing to do with his ability to make judgments? Really? I don't think that's the case. All right, 855 man. I tell you what, 100 bucks a month, man. Get them hookups and get them old dang two tops jiggling around everywhere and whatnot, man. It's nothing but a damn trash, man. <laughs> that guy ought to be president. I can understand <laughs> all. Say Great Lakes at the end. This, the oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's <laughs> He has boom hours. I'm sure, some, I'm sure somehow or another, uh, Mika Brzezinski, if she heard this, would be... Uh, saying, you guys, it's a new low, making fun of this man. Well, then get him out of there. If you can't see this, which one is it? He's completely lost it. He shouldn't be president then. All right, side question today. I I don't know if it was today or yesterday. Is national, I think it's today, National Opposites Day, okay? That is celebrated on the... Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. National, we all celebrated that yesterday. You say things that are opposite. I thought it was like a Seinfeld. Say the opposite of what you really think. I love Joe Biden. There you go. Huh. Hire that man. <laughs> all right, so we thought we haven't done this in forever, and people love it. 
And they are opposites. Hit us with your all-time favorite oxymoron. Now, the book that was written about them, the classic, was Jumbo Shrimp. That's a good one. But I think Civil War is a good one. If you're at war, how are you being civil? A lot of these are due to advertisers and the NFL and others trying to have it both ways. One more. Paper towel. Ah. How about yours? Well, no, I don't know. Paper towel isn't much of an oxymoron. Towel is a function, right? Yeah. To wipe up stuff and it's just made out of paper? I think the definition, we look it up, it's made out of cloth, but yeah. Uh, How about um, working vacation? That's a good one. You hear that often, or yeah. uh, deafening silence. That's a deafening silence. Something that really one. irks me. Are you the same way that you just can't have silence? No, I'm okay. Or do you with cherish it. silence? Because Maisie, she like she loves silence, but there's something about me that I have to always be listening to something. I have jazz music in the background. No, or... I'm in the middle of it. Yeah. I like silence, but it doesn't have to be complete, you know, for me to yeah have difficulty with it. Yeah, as evidenced by doing this show. Okay, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. You get on board. So the big showdown today, all right, uh, hit us where you think it goes, what you want to see happen. I think uh, we could see nothing later today. There could be the initial confrontation. Then they decide, how does that look? Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. Is that man really in control (laughs) of the day-to-day granular points of being president? Each day that you hear it, it gets more bizarre. Mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. All right, 855-839-1210. Let me go to uh, Harold in Southampton to kick it off. Ten bucks to make it. Hey, Hey, Harold, good afternoon. Good afternoon. So are you guys familiar with the Netflix uh, movie that's coming out, Civil War? Have you seen the trailer for that? I have, yes. Yeah, I have not. Tell me about it. Right, so... Well, it's predictive programming. They're predicting a civil war, and, like, Texas does an uprising against the government, and the government attacks with F-15s, and, you know, there's a civil war going on, and they attack the Capitol. It's called predictive programming, and that's what they're setting up with this border conflict. They're going to have – they're going to push a civil war. Now, whether Abbott is complicit in it or he's just being duped, I think he's complicit because this will be going on. Harold, you gotta be, you got to be kidding me. What are you talking about here? You're as bad as Joe no, Biden, with all not, due respect. I'm, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll yeah, be, I'm saying this. You're, you're sounding like Joe Biden here. Abbott's not complicit in anything. He's trying to protect okay, his state. Well, then, no, then that, that he's, he's being duped. He's being used to set up the Civil War, one or the other. But they're going to use this. And you're going to have guys in Texas. They already have a convoy going down to Texas or maybe, or maybe the Great Lakes. But they have a convoy going down to Texas, trucker convoy, and they're going to have a big show of force down there. That's, and I'm sure that's a Fed direction right there. I would never get in that convoy. But uh, th- thank you, Harold. You know what? Uh, you know, with all due respect here, <laughs> it's not, this is simpler than all these grandiose Netflix Civil War stuff and all this. All right? Biden's not going to order them to fire on anybody. There's going to be a lot of back and forth. He may issue an order this afternoon saying that um, they're federalized now. And then what will Abbott do? Not exactly sure. We're not going to be in a shooting war here. I see no possibility of that. Almost none. I mean, anything's always possible. This, though, is a battle for the heart and minds of Americans. And it played right by Republicans. Abbott is the person of the year, sending people to the hypocritical cities, And now, 
getting us to this point where we're at a decision-making here versus the day-to-day nonsense that's going on forever. So this is an opportunity. I don't see this as a crisis where we're going to have a shooting war or something's going to happen here along those lines, people waiting for it to be triggered and all that. It does have huge political implications. And what Biden does here is going to expose this, is what I'm hoping. Trump just has to be careful that it doesn't appear to be political on his part. In other words, he wants this to continue through the campaign. Obviously, he does. I get that. Who wouldn't if you're on the Republican side? I mean, what's the big deal of another few months, given what they've done up to here? Now, all of a sudden, we're in a rush because Democrats are feeling the heat to get some kind of deal. There's no deal to be made on this. I don't want to make a deal on Ukraine. Neither do you. Wall Street Journal also says if Ukraine falls, then Republicans will be held responsible. And this is supposed to be the conservative newspaper of record, the Wall Street Journal. They're globalist. They want cheap labor. That's the Wall Street Journal. Phone lines are 855-839-1210. It is used to make the brew beer during this. You can get on board. Yeah, Biden's going to order a civil war tonight after he's talking about Salt Lake beer. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Toyota, Volkswagen, Nissan, Tulsa. Tulsa! All gave their workers double-digit raises because of you. All right, here we go. Meanwhile, the drum beats again today. How much better the economy is? When are people going to stop complaining about that? How many times do we have to go back to the well? It's inflation. Ten bucks to make it. Back to inflation. And people know that. And they're looking at their own finances. They don't care what kind of graphs Joe Biden's guy puts up. They're looking at their own household. That's what counts. All right. So um, showdown today in Texas, big time. As I said, there's a lot of doubt about if uh, President Biden federalized, as Will Bunch and these others. This is Fort Sumter today. I mean, just, just we really are divided when people can think. And I, I went back, thanks to listeners, several of you wrote me about this. 
I went back to Madison. Madison's being the one cited here by Rand Paul and a bunch of others. Federalist paper number 46. And in there, it's clear that Madison talked about the fact you need a standing army, but not so big that it overwhelms the states. And the states are closer to the people. And the state militia, which would be the National Guard today, they should be able to push back against invasion or encroachment, state by state, James Madison. And that's exactly what's going on here. I'm not sure what it is that got us to this point other than the skill of Abbott. As I remember, Governor Brewer in Arizona used to be on the show a lot. She tried to enforce the border there in Arizona because Obama would. But, um, (laughs) yeah, given the uh, Tulsa time, here is the Oklahoma governor who was on several shows. We're trying to get him on. He was the first one into the ring backing Texas. Here's what he said. I mean, right right now you've got uh, the federal agents that are cutting the wire, and then you've got the Texas National Guard on orders to put up wire. I mean, this is a this is a counter uh, a powder keg worth of uh, tension. So it's very uh, it, it, it's it's a very weird situation. We certainly stand with uh, with Texas on their right to defend themselves, um, but Biden's going to be in a tough situation. So, in other words, he's going to try to federalize these troops. In other words, put them on federal orders. And so now their allegiance technically goes to the president of the United States instead of the governor. Um, and of course, I think a lot of Texans, these are still, um, they're still yeah. Texans that are weekend. Uh, you know, they're in the national guards. They do one week in a month or when they get called up on duties by the governor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they would be in a difficult situation to protect their homeland or to follow what Biden's saying. Yeah, literally I, I open it. Very interesting. But then, you know, then you've got Oklahoma and Florida and Tennessee and you got all these other states that would send our National Guard uh, to help and, and to support the efforts of, uh, of uh, Governor Abbott. Because every state is a border state. You talked about fentanyl. Uh, the deaths in Oklahoma since I've taken office are up 500 percent. And we know that's coming across the southern border. And then you think about the terrorists. Um, again, I just don't know what their end game is here, and, and I hope American people really wake up to what's happening. Well, Governor, the end game is what they've been doing for the last dozen plus years. When they got Ronald Reagan, and he even said it to make his worst decision, 1986, he signs off, this will be the last of this. We won't have any more after that. We have at least 10 or 15 more million people after what Ronald Reagan signed a negotiated deal to put a stop to this. One other uh, quick thing. Beto O'Rourke on his Twitter today, this guy back again, talks about how all these te- uh, National Guardsmen in surveys and they're speaking anonymously, the people that are involved in this Operation Lone Star, they're saying they can't stand Abbott. They're saying, I thought we were supposed to be here helping citizens. How are we helping anybody when we're blocking women and children from coming into the United States? Does that sound like these guys in Texas, really? That they think that this is real, what Beto O'Rourke is quoting today? I'm tired of blocking women and children from coming into Texas. I'm sure and out of the whole National Guard, somebody sees it that way. But I think a lot of them are thinking, no. We're doing exactly the right thing. We're protecting our citizens.
from this onslaught that nobody should be forced to handle. I don't care if they're women and kids anymore. How many times are we going to go through this? We're being invaded. Democrats are aiding and abetting it. Biden has done it on steroids worse than anybody. Then they want to pull on us. Well, you don't want women and children to be in this country. Then when those women and children are sent to Chicago, Philadelphia, New York, the progressives there go wild. It's over. It's over. This, this is a point here where we really have an inflection point of what are the American people going to decide coming out of this. And if Republicans play it right, and that's hard, these Republican creeps in the Senate are so out of touch with reality. I think they're mad. How does Lindsey Graham continue to get elected in South Carolina, for example? What's wrong with these people in South Carolina? Well, Lindsey's a good old boy. I voted for him 10 times. I'm going to continue to do it. Well, then shut up about everything. We don't want to hear you. You vote for Lindsey Graham, the Lindsey Grahams of the world, North Carolina, Tom Tillis. And we continue to get this stuff. Where do you think it comes from? The Mormons in Utah. Oh, put Mitt back in there. The worst. If you continue to do this, then shut up about all these things that we see playing out. If the Senate Republicans were on board with what they're doing in the House, all this wouldn't be happening. But there's just enough of them, at least 10, 12. Uh, The woman up in Maine, the war war, Susan Collins. The woman in Alaska, Murkowski. My God, it's a murderous row. Do Democrats have people like this? No, they're going nuts. John Fetterman has had a rational thought occasionally in the last month or so. Right, let's go to the uh, boy early today. He's putting his stake in it. The 2023 Horror of the Year. Let's go to the Earl of Tacconi. This is, and there must be a big roofing job today. Earl, what's on? What's going on? Uh, no, I'm suffering from COVID, so uh, that's why oh, I've been no. out for uh, the next week. Uh, how'd you get it, man? Where were you? You go out to the bar? Uh, I have no idea. My father has it. I have it. My mother has the flu. Um, I don't know what everyone else in that family has, but uh, everybody in the house is sick one way or the other. Kind of like what it's done to your voice. Uh, yeah, it's a very, yeah. very it's refined. Yeah, yeah maybe it'll lay, sexy, a few, right? lay a few tracks down this afternoon. I'm just saying <laughs> this is could be quite a, uh, quite an album here. Yeah, I, th- I think my cat may even have the croup. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> um, well, first off, uh, Dom, you, you missed the, uh, something that Beto O'Rourke said. He said the quiet part out loud. He said the National Guard doesn't like Abbott because they thought they were supposed to be protecting citizens and they're stopping women and children from crossing the border. People crossing the border are not citizens. That's what Beto O'Rourke wants. Beto O'Rourke wants all these people that are non-citizens coming into the country so they can become citizens, so they can vote for the Democrat Party. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I, I don't believe that these guys are saying it, too. It's Texas, after all. I can't imagine that's the way they see it. But they they keep saying we need comprehensive immigration reform. And we have tons of laws on the books, but we're not enforcing them. Philadelphia has a a horrible crime problem, not for a lack of laws, but because we're not enforcing them. Every time there's a shooting, they say we need to have more gun control laws. But if you go and you look at it, for the majority of shootings, they broke three or four laws where if they were enforced, the shooting never would have occurred. We have laws to keep people from crossing the border, to uh, keep from uh, overrunning our cities. 
we're just not enforcing them. If we actually did our job, we wouldn't have these problems. That's why my side answer question is government worker. If the government <laughs> actually works, you know, we wouldn't have the problems that we have. That's why they don't like Trump. Trump is a worker. Trump's the only the hardest working guy in, in Washington, D.C. He's the James Brown of politics. He actually goes and gets results. You think you think it more cogently than ever. I'm sorry, the COVID, but it worked for our purposes on it. the show. I loved it. Thank you, Earl, very much. Well, look, we've uh, government worker Dan. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I'll get ten emails now that will say, "Well, I listen. I'm a conservative. I'm in government. Yeah. You don't understand." Look, we're we're not saying every single person. Just want to be clear. But by and large, come on. I mean, when I was teaching Dan in Camden, government worker. This guy wasn't going to come back the next year. He was there like 20 years. He was doing handcuff tricks, handcuffing kids in the classroom next to me <laughs> until he took the wrong key that day. And he comes knocking on my door and says, somebody's going to have to go down to the office. I got to watch them. And we're handcuffed. Yeah. We're handcuffed to something here. I, I, I guess there's a huge range of government workers, though, right? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. got garbage men. I guess right. they're uh, government workers. And their job's tough. I, right. I wouldn't want to be doing that. But also you have DMV workers or... Motor vehicles or well, the bureaucrats that just seem like they want to push paper and do nothing all day. Shaka Vitan called me once and said, you shouldn't say that because Navy SEALs are government workers. Oh, man, the firestorm. Ah, there it is. The firestorm that happened after that. Shortly thereafter, we saw the indictments go to the big house, but that's another there story. There are tough government yeah. jobs, that's for sure. It's, yeah, exactly. I just Everything that comes to my mind when I think of a government worker, though, it's the... I think of the bureaucrats. The sloths from Zootopia. Yeah. I don't know if you remember yeah. that scene. Yeah, but, the bureaucrat. Yeah. All right, we're rolling today. 855-839-1210. Uh, hit us with that side answer. Oxymoron today, national... Yesterday, National Opposites Day. And uh, in it, I side with Kamala Harris a little bit here. She's complaining because they get the wrong height in Wikipedia for her. Oh, now, come see, on. see, that I can identify with. Height, hair, stuff like that. I'm all on board with the person complaining. But she's not the border czar. I've never been there. Yeah, that's right. We have that, right? Yeah, we do. You want yeah, that now? Yeah, here is uh, somebody saying, well. It's Katie Couric. Yeah, Katie Couric surfaces in all this. Here's Katie Couric talking about Kamala Harris and saying, well, she's not really the border czar. I want to talk to you a little bit about immigration, because I think just about everyone, and you have said as well, agrees that the immigration system is broken and we need comprehensive immigration reform. Early on, I know you were tasked with understanding the root causes of (laughs) the immigration crisis, but you are not in charge of the border, which I think is important to point out. Oh, of course. The root cause. Notice what Katie Couric, understanding the Katie Couric, even for her, has fallen into every catchphrase there. Comprehensive root cause. <laughs> always with the root causes rather than stop them at the border. Yeah, those seals were government employees when they went in and killed bin Laden. So the government worked well, well, hand wait, in wait, hand. Wait, uh, uh, Congressman, can I just interrupt, hand though? Hand with the private sector. Okay, fair enough. But you know what, Congressman? When you call the seals government employees, I have to tell you with our listeners... I would tell you that they're calling right now. They find that offensive. Well, I don't think that the SEALs do when they get their paycheck. <laughs> All right. I, I have to tell you, I don't think about it. And maybe that shows you my attitude toward government. Well, the largest you know government agency in our country is the United States military. Dan, I don't know how you pulled that up. That's beautiful work here on a Friday. Dan, we were broadcasting from a perch 
right over the floor of the Wall Street Exchange, if you can imagine. And that was a shock of Fatah. That was shock of Fatah. Then State Senator Fatah, powerhouse, in uh, a congressman Fatah at that point. And, uh, you know, that wasn't what we were prepared for that day. I think he just called in somehow or another to make that point. Those SEALs were government employees when they went in and killed bin Laden. Yeah. Are you seeing the SEALs versus some paper pusher there? Bureaucrat. You know what we're dealing with. The SEALs. <laughs> government employee. On it. Notice how they want to wrap themselves. Well, those are government employees. Why do you guys not recognize that? It's demeaning. Sorry, but it is. And, Dan, that set off. We couldn't get back to the show. Stuff is breaking on Wall Street on the floor and all. And I have guys, yeah, what did that guy see? You know, an hour Why later. Why did so. he go that way? Yeah, exactly. Yep. It was uh, nuts. All right, let me uh, add one thing to this. 855-839-1210. Dan saw this first yesterday. And I wouldn't advise it as a strategic matter. But I think I get what they're up to. I've never been, Dan, have you ever, it strikes me it's like the theater crowd. It's near the Forest Theater, one of those bars. Moriarty's. They're near the Forest Theater in downtown Philadelphia. And um, what happened is they're under big fire. There's probably going to be protest uh, and trying to really harass them. I'm thinking about going over there someday, just getting something to drink to support them. Well, but- I, I want to give a little context here because I don't know. Is the Inquirer jump into conclusions too quickly here? What this was was a Craigslist post right. that it comes from. And Craigslist, the way it works is the poster can be anonymous. So if right. someone wants to get people pissed off at Moriarty's, they can put this out there as well, anonymously, acting like they are the restaurant itself, putting up a post like this. So Maybe. Well, uh, I think this ought to be allowed. And I'm I think you. this is an open matter about whether it is or not. you got to be more subtle in your practice. But let's face it, in certain jobs, you want someone that's going to please the public. Now, we've seen this before with, you know, having an attractive so-called hostess, someone who greets you at the door. You really can't put that in an hat. Here are my specifications, you know. But Moriarty's is accused of posting a job that's since been taken down, that they want a biologically male bartender. They don't want someone who's trans. Now, they are, and Dan, by my calculation, they're not in the neighborhood. But you know what it means. The Inquirer gets people to say, oh, yes, they are. They extend the neighborhood to be like 100 blocks because that makes it worse. <laughs> but you're right. Craigslist is involved, et cetera. Yeah. And now this poor bar who you may be right may have not done anything or – Maybe they're a bit old-fashioned. God only knows, you know. Maybe they're just, yeah. Like, that's maybe it's an older person that's right. posting that. And, like, like I, I, I think it happens all the time where you put out, a, you know, application. You just can't specify that you want biological males. But people, like, they, right. they, they, they filter it and they pick the job based on that. Like, for example, Hooters. I mean, right. Hooters isn't putting out there can only hire female attractive waitresses. Yeah, Leah Thomas can be a waitress. Yeah, but you apply. If I apply a six, seven and three quarter, six, eight individual yeah. who's a slightly overweight male, I don't think I'm getting a job at Hooters. Well, based on my legs, based upon rows. Oh, that's that, true. Estimate, I certainly could be in that skirt there at Hooters and I do have a great legs, job. though. Just remember. That's yeah, what my wife says. That's, that's a requirement. But you're right. Um, Don't go too far. I'm going to get you in a Hooters <laughs> outfit. Get you on the feed doing a show on one. Uh, I would do that <laughs> if Hooters will uh, broadcast from there. But he- here's the thing, Dan. I said that about Moriarty's Forest Theater and all that. 
I don't think they're like some hip, quirky place in Center City that knows their audience, you know, and maybe a trans bartender wouldn't be a big deal there. I think in Moriarty's, it might be something that's not acceptable in their business. Should they have a right to be looking at that? I'd say yes. You know, now, if someone is gay, for example, but there's not, um, you know, anything that relates to their job or anything like that, and you say, no, I'm not going to, well, we clearly know under Philadelphia law, state law, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. But the trans part of this, and now there's an uproar over it. So I'll keep my eye on it. I would go over there and support them. I just think this is all a mistake. I don't think they're targeting anybody. But did you have to put in an ad today, biologically male? So did, <laughs> I was also. I'm looking at a street map. I think that is solidly in the neighborhood. You think the, so? It is. Well, the, the signs there, the, they do have like the rainbow flag under there. Still. Yeah, but where, what's the location of our, of this? Uh, uh, I think it's 11th and Walnut. I wouldn't put that in the neighborhood necessarily. No, no, no I, I dispute that a little bit here, yeah. just for the sake of argument. Maybe. <laughs> no, I think of spruce, pine in there. I don't know about Walnut Street and all the way down in 11th. I think they're stretching it. It's a, yeah, point. it's in between 11th and 12th on Walnut. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like contiguous to the neighborhood. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they say or what they do out of it. Biologically male job candidate. The office, city's office of LGBT affairs is investigating. Uh-oh. Like, this really just seems to me like an employee that got fired and wants right. to get it. Because Moriarty's, even though it's on, as you say, the outskirts of the LGBT community, is very largely attractive to the L- Like, a lot of gay, lesbian people do attend that bar. Like, it's a, it's a big bar. I, I feel like maybe a, there was someone that's a former employee that's pissed off, went okay. to Craigslist, posted up this to try to get people angry at the bar protest, protesting. I, I don't know. But I'm kind of with you. Like, it's... The businesses do this all the time. Like it's yeah, you know, and I, you know, as long as they're um, not blatantly discriminating against people, there's some rational connection to the job. Well, you know, it'd be like the Eagles, Dan. They keep on talking about why are the Eagles not um, interviewing any offensive coordinator that's a female or not biologically male or defensive coordinator? You know. Uh, I don't think they are. They're not even interviewing them. We have a racial component of people you have to interview, at least for head coach. Why not that? All right, 855-839-1210. You get on board. You can uh, jump in. Hit us on that side question, too. An oxymoron is what we're looking for here. Today uh, being, yesterday being National Opposites Day. My eye is on Texas today, though. This is... uh, Just thank God for Governor Abbott. He's done two big things to bring it to a head. This has been going on forever, day after day after day. He has brought it to a head in a skillful manner. And we're going to see this afternoon what the outcome is. Dom time here on Talk Radio 1210. You've got the, uh, oh, this is a good one, Dan. Kimberly and AC on our side question, all-time oxymoron. Kimberly, (laughs) what's yours? Soft. Rock. <laughs> I got the way you said that, too, one. yes. And they branded that, and they continue to say it. That's like the best of both worlds. No. Yeah, exactly. That's a good one, Kimberly. I love we'll you the... guys. Thanks, Kimberly. Yeah, thanks, Kimberly. Thanks, Kimberly, very much. Have a... I love the way she said soft rock. 
It's often, Dan, where they're trying to connive something. That's where you get oxymorons. Yeah. You know? And soft rock would be one of them. I love soft rock, though. Oh, no, you're more yacht rock. Yeah, the yacht rock uh, subgenre of soft rock. Mm, Could listen to it forever. All right. uh, Big one o'clock hour coming up. And again, uh, nothing quite yet on the border there. But uh, we're told this afternoon, I think it was sometime early afternoon, you're going to start to see a movement there. I'm not sure if this, I mean, can you imagine progressives actually saying this is like George Corley Wallace in the door preventing black children or black men from attending a university there? <laughs> spin it any way that you want. They want to use the federal, This I'll spin it this way. This is like Larry Krasner resenting a prosecutor for SEPTA. He doesn't want to prosecute, but he doesn't want you to prosecute crimes. That's exactly what this is. No one's taken away the power of President Biden to protect Americans and protect the border. We're just using it since he won't. I mean, it's a simple thing. It's it's just right on point. And finally, we have a governor in Abbott who has arrived at a way to do it with the wire. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3 from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 